Raise your hand if you loved playing with dolls when you were a kid. Did you play with dolls? Tell Michelle, did you grow up playing with dolls? Was anybody's family like okay with them playing with dolls or did anyone have to like sneak it around? Did you play with dolls? It's the question on everybody's lips. Did you play with dolls? <laughs> did you play with dolls? Cut. Did you play with dolls? Cut. Did you play with dolls? Did you play with dolls? I feel Did like it's, um, it's it reminds me of how Delta work on Very Delta does her opening sometimes mm -hmm. where she'll ask the same question like four times, but doing different poses and different kind of, you know, scenes. Uh. It's and it sounds like something else. It's like, are you done? Are you done? There's something else that it's reminding I, me of. I, it's in my head. It's uh uh yeah no i know yeah. what you're talking about know driving me nuts about. yeah that's yeah, okay so uh well we have talked about dolls on this podcast before um i i do just want to call out that i have i'm looking at them right now i have two brats dolls that have been styled to look like my two favorite drag queens from rupaul's drag race the first is trinity Kay Bonet. Uh, she is wearing her kind of Phoenix outfit that is so fabulous. And then the other one is Miss Chichi Devane wearing her paper, her white paper outfit. Oh, well, you know, uh, laissez Ruban Tom toupees or whatever she says. <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras, everybody. <laughs> Bien sûr. Uh, yeah. There is another doll on my, um, my bookshelf. It's in the original box, the original packaging, and it's Water Sports Ken. Oh, did you get that on like Fort Trough? Where, where, no, my is that friends, a hanky toy? <laughs> my, my friends in Portland uh, gifted him to me before I left because uh, I had I admired it so much in their home uh, that they wrapped it up and gave it to me as a going away present. Oh, well, you should take a picture of it and post it on Instagram. It would be so I relevant will. to uh, the episode. Yeah, I will. Oh, Ken. Uh, he's, uh, he's got these blue trunks on, so that's also fitting mm. uh, because blue was such a color this episode. Um, and yeah, and he doesn't have a shirt on, Mary. Oh, my oh, God. Poor. Oh, my God. What? And does he what just have a like a slut. funnel in his mouth? Yes. He's, and, he's, and, the, and, and his legs bend at the knee. And it comes oh. with a tarp. Yeah, his his legs are actually not bent, uh, but his hips hinge. Well, hey, listen. So long as he can get down there and drink from the spout, that's all we're looking for in this, you know, dream house. Okay, okay. yes, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well listen um did you play with dolls colin i mean I, I, we just a little refresher course for our mary's listening did you play with dolls uh yes uh man whatever that sounds like that is gonna haunt me um lisa needs braces dental plan <laughs> did you play, did with, you dolls? play with dolls da -da 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 -da. um uh, yes i i like so many little gays i had lots of action figures and uh, luckily had action figures of all genders and species so I could make whatever fantasies I wanted to have happen. Uh, and then, yeah, I had some girlfriends, you know, little girlfriends down the street who had Barbies. And so I kind of, you know, 
snuck over. It was very clandestine, you know, to, to go over and be like, I just want to change the outfits because that was uh-huh. the downfall of the action figures was like you, the, the outfits were what they were. The hair was plastic. And so I, I remember we had these like these rags, these like red ratty, like not like barely Terry cloth, like just um, oh. the the least amount of thread count possible but they were like work rags that you'd like clean stuff with and yeah. i used to make little outfits with them i used to cut holes and like and then cinch them with rubber bands and that oh, was the only way i could like make outfits for my for my action figures it's pretty little ways don't hide it exactly <laughs> uh, yeah and, I, and my action figures were like you were oh, just, just making up miss geist i was just making miss geist absolutely you know, I just had like a little Star Trek figurine with a rag on going, right, like I'd really shop at Judy's, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, yeah, Barbies, I grew up with two sisters. Yeah, so you, bounties. Sister, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I had them as like a mask, because obviously, even though my father was just like very much against it, there's a trauma that is very gray in my memory of my father screaming and yelling about me being gifted a Barbie. Uh, and he flipped out about it. Oh my God. Um, anyway, uh, but like, I barely remember all of the details, but I do remember where it was. I was in that, in that dining room of that first house. Anyway, I also had this babysitter. Did you have babysitters that brought over Barbies? Because that was like a big thing. That was like when I didn't have to worry about my father. So, like, uh, I can't remember her first name, but her last name was Thibodeau. So she would come over. Nanny Thibodeau, let's call her. Uh, Nanny Thibodeau. (laughs) She'd come over with these um, huge bags of her Barbies. She just had so many Barbies. Um, And she would play Barbies with me and my sister, uh, Jill, not Nancy. Nancy was, like, older, so she usually... She'd listen to Dave Matthews Band, you know. Well, this was before that. She was, like, listening to Guns N' Roses. Oh, who? Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses? (laughs) I've had guests. Um, Yeah, she... So it was just me and my sister playing with Nanny Thibodeau, I guess. Um, I guess Nancy was, like, upstairs doing her homework or something. I don't know. But... uh, yeah, um, and that's that's and yes, dolls uh, often having affairs with the Ninja Turtles that I had or the Ghostbuster figurines that I had. Um, also, the Shira dolls. I don't know if you had the Shira figurines. Was that like but they like He Man's girlfriend or something? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yes. Right? Like, wasn't it? Because it was like He-Man and She-Ra, right? Yeah, but I don't know if they were lovers. Oh. Oh. I thought I thought that he wanted a a lover with a slow hand. She was just she was just his beard, Mary. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. This was one of those. Yes, okay. Annie. Yes, Annie. This is one of those Rock Hudson Connie What's Her Name <laughs> situations. Okay. That's, that's great. Tab on her. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And close that tab. <laughs> Oh no, it's wide open, Mary. Oh, uh, I'm leave yeah. it open. <laughs> hey, I I had Craigslist. I had Craigslist in the early 2000s. I know. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, Craigslist more like a litany. Listen, um, Mary, I this doll episode wasn't enough doll. 
uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, tricks. the dolls were a little dull. No, the dolls were fine. But no, I know what you mean. It was like, I mean, it was like kind of reminiscent of the cake challenge from season three. Mm. But that still felt more interesting because it was like, oh, how is Manila going to put a carrot cake into a look? Like there was a, mm. there was a sort of transformation, whereas this was just kind of like make a look and then make a little look. Yeah. And then brand it. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously I love all the talk about dolls, especially in the workroom. Great. Uh, there wasn't much doll talk uh, on the runway, even though we heard it, but you know, otherwise, yeah, they, they showed the dolls. The, uh, I guess with Dawn and Q's dolls, they were featured more. Um, and I guess Geneva's in some ways, uh, it, like there were points and stuff. You could like kind of gather what they were talking about. But otherwise, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, I kind of wanted more doll stuff. <laughs> is that well, weird? You- no, I mean, I think the one thing I can I could say is that perhaps the issue, which I did notice, is when they would show during the runway the close-ups of the dolls. I mean, it just – it was like, where is the Sarah McLaughlin song in the background? Like, where is Sally uh, – what's her – Struthers. Struthers begging for you to just donate the, the, you know, $20 a month and here let us show you some footage of these hungry children. These dolls looked – so depressed they looked they just looked like you know painted babies these little girls who didn't want to be in a pageant you know yeah i mean i know that they were like bigger dolls right they weren't like the mini barbie doll size they were a little bit bigger they were even a little bit bigger than bratz dolls maybe that's how big dolls are right now but i mean at least put them in a scene like i i wanted more that i wanted them I think the challenge could have been a design challenge within, instead of just a runway, it could have been, you have to sell this doll while you're also wearing the fashion. Yeah. Give me a little QVC moment. Like that never gets old. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I felt like at the very least, these dolls had the saddest eyes. Like at the very least, give them a little bit of, a little bit of light. It just, I don't know. Uh, you yeah, know, at this point, tricks the dolls are the dolls. They are, they are the dolls are on Ambien. Yeah, the dolls are uh, flazy dolls. They're very flazy doll. These are all flazy dolls, and I think that was one of the issues. And so it was like, well, this is really just like another design challenge. It was a design challenge, and I felt like the Barbie stuff. I'm going to say Barbies just because whatever. Um, the Barbie stuff was just like tacked on it is what it felt like and then when it came down to it they took away points or gave points yeah i it was yeah it it did feel like well if we've got a if we've got to you know pull something else to if we need another reason to put maya in the bottom i guess we could also notice that the doll doesn't have hips you know right the other thing that I, I mean, that was just a weird thing to say. But anyway, um, the other thing that was weird about this challenge is uh, RuPaul kept talking about, like, she kept saying, like, the edition, right? So this is the underwater, the aquatic mm. edition. This mm-hmm. is the space edition. And for me, I'm like, if you're doing a branding challenge of Safira Cristal, isn't it? Don't you want the OG doll first? You want before the Barbie. you do any sort. 
mm-hmm. before I, there's any sort of addition tacked onto it, because then I won't understand like the like what was changed, why this is more you know intergalactic dawn instead of the regular dawn, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, that was it was like, you know, you you want to start with like this is the, you know, the Barbie in the black dress with the sunglasses. Like this is the OG. Yes. Before it's like Dr. Barbie cuz it's like, well, I don't really know Barbie as a doctor, you know, cuz she's a woman. So I uh and she's, you know, pretty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke, uh, guys. I, um, I I saw I've seen America Ferrera's speech. I know it's hard. Um but Listen, you know what I mean? it's like, no, you're that, absolutely right. You know? You're absolutely right. There's it, uh, the Barbie. What was so brilliant about Barbie, and we learned this from the movie, is like Barbie could be anything, right? So mm-hmm. if they're making these dolls as additions, it's like, well, this could have been anything, and maybe that's that's fine for this challenge, but it it seems way too open ended to then be like, okay, brand it. It's like, okay. Uh, maybe they should have leaned in more to the branding part and been like, look, we don't want fashion. We want like underwater plane. We want, uh, you know, mountaineer Safira, Safari, Hershey, Lacour, Jeté. Right. And then, and then maybe it's like the final product is like the photo shoot of like the, the promo art on the box or something like that. Like, so there's, it's more of like, instead of it being the runway, it's a whole presentation, almost like a commercial challenge, you know, where like, then it's like, they're also modeling the look, I mean, you know, or whatever, but like there's, yeah, I, I think it, it, I had to or do multiple looks, right? Have this be a ball and have it because then I could see the different brand, like the brand of different editions. Oh, the doll it's ball. It's weird when it, the doll ball. The doll ball. The doll the ball. Doll ball. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, tricks, the balls are the balls, you know? The dolls are the balls. Yeah. And then each category is like, category one is. Whatever you know, occupations. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, uh, um, and the other is destinations. Yeah, yeah. category I, one I, I mean, is I, you better work. Category two is right. Um, some other RuPaul song that's about traveling. Click clack because you're walking. Uh-huh. And then, and then, uh, category three is they have to design something, and this is like whatever category. You know, eleganza. Yeah, yeah. Wed- right. wedding edition. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then have all the dolls. I don't know. Maybe that's too much. We're kind of fantasizing about an episode that didn't happen. We got this episode. It was a design challenge, and they tacked on these these sad little dolls. Yeah, I mean, like you maybe what you're hearing are two little boys that want to be creating a ball for Barbies. Like this is we are just this is we're just two little boys playing with Barbies right now on a podcast. Like that's what's happening right now. So uh, yeah, they can do whatever they want on this show. I think Nymphia Wynn, listen, I thought she was fucking phenomenal um, this episode. And I th- and the the little gay boy in me, I'm like, ooh, yellow. She could have done April O'Neil. You know? She could have done like an April O'Neil send-up. Oh, that would have been great. A yellow like jumpsuit. Re- or Kill Bill, you know? Oh, I mean, oh. Well, and, and that was, what was it? Uh bandit did a kill bill look and so that you know. oh yeah yeah yes. um i love yeah, a kill oh, r.i.p right i know bandit oh, uh, Jesus Christ. stole my heart uh yeah i mean 
Nymphia, if she were to do an April O'Neil, I mean, obviously, I want it to be like a slutty kind of like boobs out, zipper down kind of April O'Neil. Um, well, of like course. Maybe, yeah. maybe she uh, um, spent a little bit too much time on her back as well, you know, with some of these turtles, you know? <laughs> oh, I, I see what you, you know, you know, because there. Yeah, yes, you know, because yes. sometimes they get there, then they're stuck and then uh-huh. you need to tip them over. Yeah, and she does yeah. that with her massive tits. I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean it's great. Uh, you know, she's a she's a reporter. She's a news reporter, so she's going to film it all. She's yep. going to comment on it. Uh, yep. She's going to be great. She's her OnlyFans, April Nails. It only is fans. April. Anyway, we are April OnlyFans. <laughs> April OnlyFans. Listen, we are going off on a on a huge tangent right to start at this episode, um, but. I think we should just jump in. There was actually a lot that happened. Uh, some interesting things, I think, that we can comment on. But before we do, Mary, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, uh, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and she really just squatted and took a shit on these other girls. And I'm Colin, and I get boop. Uh, no, I get bumps all over my goose. I get geese all over my bumps. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. Fuck yeah, I do. You know? <laughs> Talk about Craigslist. You know, that's what I used to put in my ad. Where do, do you, you want get bumps, bumps all over, all over my tits? All yeah. over my goose. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Well, listen, Mary, I, I this episode sort of went the way that I was expecting it to. Um, I think there were two kind of right turns that were a little weird um unexpected i guess i should say but otherwise yeah it sort of went the way that i wanted it to um i will say and this is my my large opinion right off the bat i don't think i would have liked this episode if la roach wasn't on it so i mean pink news like the moment i woke up on saturday it was like the headline Pink it was news. hot pink news. Yeah. Hot pink news. Hot, fresh off the press. Um, apparently, I would pronounce this Law Roach, but that's just me. Uh, law Roach. At law, I was I'm surprised like, RuPaul didn't. Law yeah, Roach. Yeah, right? I was like, Law. It's Law Roach. Law Roach is an H. Um, and so, I, I actually, I did actually, in fact, see... Uh, Pink News, I think, got overshadowed by Gay Times, which literally there was a headline saying fans are calling for Law Roach to be a permanent get- permanent judge. Listen, listen, hyperbole aside, this panel, I felt like I was in best in show. That's just how I want them. One, two, three, four. I want Michelle, RuPaul, T.S. Madison, and Law Roach. He was phenomenal. I mean, he was great, really. And oh, and T.S. Madison is always great. And well, so I agree with that. She's so she's, good. Yeah. She's always great. And so I feel like, yeah, I mean, it's at the very least. I mean, yeah, I think Law Roach is also, it's interesting how we talked about how like Jane in the early, you know, first act of the season was kind of this, you know, refreshing old school. I'm going to be mean and I don't care what they say on Twitter kind of queen. And I feel like Law Roach is kind of like, oh, this is a, a tougher judge than the fans are used to and i think that's i don't know it's a deliberate choice and i also think it's Mm. uh i think it's good like i think it's i think it's interesting yeah i mean there's a reason why legendary 
was so popular. And it's because the judges really didn't hold anything back. And it was a lot of the opinions were either very correct or just very bold and wrong. So I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's a way to save the second half of the show, you know, that because uh, honestly, like I sometimes skip the deliberations because I'm like, ugh, boring. But this oh, time I yeah. didn't because I was like, well, but I want to hear what La Roche has to say. He can turn a phrase, you know? Yeah, I mean, it certainly brings me back to Michael on Project Runway, you know, uh, Michael Kors. Oh, Michael you know, Kors. Yeah. Michael Kors, where, like, I, you know, and I was always even a little afraid of Nina. I remember wanting, secondarily, through the contestants, wanting Nina's approval so bad. Mm. And Michael, I mean, the same. And it was just, so I feel like I think it ups the stakes when the judges are not lobbing softballs. Like, God bless Ross, but, like, maybe maybe being like, you know, it didn't make any sense, and your dress is ugly, and um, your shoe fell off, but I don't even care. I just love it. Like, a dose of that is nice, but maybe that, maybe we need to swing in the other direction a little. There's something about Law's way of zeroing in on what needs to be changed, what wasn't good. It wasn't just like, ugh. It was like, look, the, the, the reason why it's horror queen down below is because of this, this, and this. The yeah. ankle straps are too thick. It's like, it, it was very specific. Um, and I don't know, there was something about his demeanor that didn't make me go, oh, you fucking cunt, shut the fuck up. Like, it, there was nothing in me that mm -hmm. was upset hearing him because he was, it, it genuinely felt like he was just doing a job, you know, it wasn't yeah. like for clicks. Yeah. And, and is a great fit for this is, I mean, it's like the so. kind of, it's kind of like, you know, having Isaac Mizrahi on for the ball. It was like, well, that's a uh, great fit because I want to hear what he has to say about these looks. And so it was really the same here, but in a lot of ways, like I could see law Roach, kind of like T.S. Madison, I want to hear what you have to say about every challenge. Yeah. Oh, God. He should start his own little, I don't know, commentary show. Forget mm -hmm. Fashion Photo Review. Let's do Law's Law Room, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it, what would be what would we call it? Like Law... Law School. Law School. Yeah, Law School. Yeah, Queens. Law Schooled. Yeah, get Law Schooled. Yeah, um, Law Schooled. I love though, that. Let me say, because I was going to bring it up later, but I'll just mention Going it now. Going to debt. Sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to go from paralyzed to paralegal. Um, the point... <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to keep that, but I don't know what it means. I object. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's Judge Toller and shut up. Um, but <laughs> Man, man's, man's Raider, you mean woman's Raider. <laughs> Reyes, whatever it is. Man's um, Reyes, right? Is that a term? <laughs> I have no idea. I think, I think your habeas corpus is sticking out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Quid pro quo case. Yeah, yes, Annie. I do object. Um, need a recess. <laughs> Quid uh, pro quo. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. But I recently have been watching some episodes of Fashion Photo Review, and especially the most recent one, I have to say that show still holds up. I had a great time with it and I felt like, oh, you know, I mean, say what you want about Raven or whatever, but like Raja in particular is like, 
what a joy to get to like watch what Raja has to say about a bunch of looks for 15 minutes every week. It it just doesn't get old. And I, I used to watch it a lot more than I do now, but now honestly, this season, it's part of my weekly repertoire of, uh, you know, post-show watching is a little bit of fashion photo review. Wow. So you really hate Violet and got Mick, huh? Oh, I, I don't know if I ever got under that to get over it. I never really knew mm. what the drama was there. I was like, what did they, mm. what did they do? What did they say? You know? Anyway. Well, listen, I, otherwise this episode was kind of like, you know, uh, sure. to quote, uh, another judge, but uh, La Roche I thought was really f- f- phenomenal. Actually, the other interesting storyline that is definitely a storyline, and I'm like, I, how is nobody not seeing this? Plain Jane is the producer's contestant. She's like, oh no, new storyline. I'm turning over a new leaf now. Oh, I don't know if you heard Nymphia, but I'm turning over a new leaf. Right on schedule. I I. Not here to quote myself, you know, but uh, if we don't make these references, we lose these references, you know, things that I've said in the past. But I think that uh, we early on talked about this season, like with Jane coming on as the villain. It's like, this is act one. This is chapter one. Like the plain Mm. Jane story is going to change again. And it's like right on schedule, right on schedule. It's like she's kind of doing a little bit of what uh, Mistress did last season where it's like, oh, I'm in my congenial era. But there's kind of a (laughs) wink. We're kind uh-huh. of doing that a little bit again, and I hate to okay. like keep bringing up like, oh, like Jane, you're just doing a you know Timu version she, of what this well, queen she's did. A, she's she's a little AI, isn't she? But she is whatever. so fucking AI. She has yeah. learned from references because everything she does feels like an, an amalgamation of of. It all feels vaguely familiar, but I don't know why. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I really don't mean to kind of discount or or talk down about or, I don't know, discredit any of her past traumas. But even when she was talking about her father, it still sort of felt like it's oh God. The only phrase that comes to mind is like, I don't believe you. And it's not that I don't believe that it happened. It's just that I don't believe her when she's sharing it. Does that make sense? It's when when I heard all of that, my thought was I went to that producer's contestant, you know, uh, throw in the ringer point of view of like, oh, this is setting up for plain Jane to cry in act three. This is all oh. a perfect narrative. And we also already saw this with Tyra in season two. Like, th- this is familiar. Like, we're we're right on schedule with like the mean queen who then chills out, who then opens up, and then we discover their, you know, sweet, sensitive soul inside. And I'm not saying plain Jane's gonna win, but it's like some of this feels like right on time, you know? Mm. I mean, it was just I felt like it was a weird leap for her to be like, well, yeah, because my parents were really harsh and hate drag and, you know, the generational trauma I experienced from my Russian immigrant father. That's why I mean to other drag queens. Cause I'm Russian. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, I get, okay. You're critical. And that's because you have these insecurities from being over criticized. Maybe when you were a kid, but I don't know if that always translate to that's why I was such a shithead to Amanda. I yeah, don't know I, if that is I again, like I get what she's saying. It's not that I don't get it. 
I just don't think that it is the causation. Like, I don't see, I, I don't think that's fair to say. It would be a very, like, convenient way to, to like, summarize mm. the narrative of, like, oh, I was mean to this girl, but it's really because of this. And then we really see these insecurities. And, like, there's just, it, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm not just, you know, I'm not discounting her, her just her misguised, but I, if I'm looking this, I look at this as a TV show, I'm kind of seeing yeah. the plot points, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, what's interesting is that she is, I mean, she has absolutely zero remorse about it, and I think that's why I, I don't believe how she's presenting it because I'm like, all of this, what you're saying. All makes sense. I can ma I can see all the connections. It's just you're showing zero remorse. So therefore I don't I think you're you're just describing a story. I mean, this is what one of those like AI girlfriends would do if you're like they have those apps now where you can like you can pay to like interact, I guess however you want. But it, it and there and there's even I think there's like a porn star who's developed like an AI version of herself that guys pay per interaction and she'll leave its voice messages and texts wow. and and it's all AI and because she's just like sold off her her likeness or whatever I don't know there's some I saw some video on YouTube don't ask me but it would be like this where it's like oh yeah you're you're saying all the right things and that all of the research you've done over all of the like. With all of the programming, these would be all the right things to say, and the inflection is there, and the mm. pacing is all there, but it's it's not it's it's still an AI girlfriend. I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting way to look at Plain Jane. I'll say that Plain Jane as the AI queen of season sixteen mm. is is actually more interesting to me than Plain Jane is the like the villain because I just think that's yeah. all very much in big air quotes. Sure, sure. Because it's like, well, this is a reality competition show, and we're supposed to be entertained by the drama, right? Like, that's what people say. So, you know, here's the villain. And none um, of them yeah, are no. feeling bullied by her. Like, they're all no, like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know? see that either. Yeah. Maybe Amanda did a little bit, but she yeah. was standing up for herself. It was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, I guess. But I guess from, from like, the Roscoe's Ewing party and all that, like, it... I guess Amanda doesn't really like plain, right? Like, you know, I guess it depends. I don't, I don't blame her. I mean, I'm still, I'm still team meeting, but uh, sure. I feel like that's, yeah. I mean, I think it was Megami who asked, you know, who are you going to pick on now that Amanda's gone? And it's the apropos question. It was like, okay, well, that was your narrative. Now what are you going to do? Because, you know, right. uh, none of us, like, you're not going to, you know, uh, you're not going to be able to just repeat that for act two. So... Um, so we do this it, whole it, new leaf thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's also, I don't know. I found it strange that she was in the top. It's not that her look wasn't really well tailored and great, but like, I didn't get underwater aquatic at all. I mean, the presentation was funny, but there were other outfits that I would have featured um that i thought would have uh fit right in at the top so it was weird that they also put her at the top too i'm just i, I don't know i'm putting my charlotte combs hat on and i'm just like yeah this is this is a little weird well it's interesting that like you know with that blue fabric one queen was in the top one was barely safe and one went home i think all of them should have been at, at best safe because the idea of like 
you all used the same fabric? Like, you all thought that was going to work? Like, that was okay? Like, no one should be rewarded for that, you know? Like, right. I don't know. Right. Um, so, because, yeah, I, there were probably other looks that were that were more interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought what she made was fine. But, again, I just can't. I can't put my finger on it, but there's just that the 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 heart the I can't help but think that Chat GPT has created Jane. That's mm. I'm just stuck on that. Well, all right, Mary. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about some of these details before the runway? What do you want to do? Yeah, let's talk. Well, you know, as you know, uh, as Plasma says, another day in the cotton candy factory. Like, oh God. <laughs> well. You know, it was like there was that, and then, you know, and, and God bless her. But then they they cut to the one of you know three of Maya's talking heads all season, and she says, you know, I'm ready for these other bitches to start leaving so I can get closer to my crown. And I just, to my I'm, crown. And oh, I'm like, at this honey. point, oh, I mean, listen, Maya. you gotta believe in yourself to the very yeah, end. The delusion is great, yeah. but I think that it's it's really interesting the season between Maya and Megami, like. It is such a. It is such a. I mean, you know, we'll talk about Mayhem Miller and her long COVID oh, no. versus the world. But I really just think we might want to like. I just feel like there's maybe some fatigue or brain fog because it's just. It is such profoundly low key energy that it's not even just like oh she's just really chill. It's like, <laughs> perk up pancake. You're on TV. <laughs> I don't well, know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's it's. It's very interesting because, you know, if I'm one of those girls, I'm looking at the room. I'm like, oh, my God, Nymphia. I have to beat Nymphia. I have to beat Safira. Mm -hmm. I have to beat, you know, I, like plain yeah. Jane, Tsunami. Like, I have to beat these girls. I'm sorry. Morphine even. I'm just like, no, 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 no. But you can't. I don't know. I guess you can. Wouldn't it be kind of interesting if you were that queen that's like, well, I'm going to keep trying, but I know, you know, well, is this my week? I don't know if this is going to be my week, but I'm going to keep trying just yeah. to kind of be real about it. Like, I, I know I'm not going to win and be that contestant. I think that would be very interesting. It would be uh, a storyline we haven't seen before or maybe not since sort of like a Cheryl Hole situation where she's like another day of me being mediocre. I, I like that energy a lot when they're kind of like, I get it. And I think with that person, I think you need to have the personality. And I think that's what's lacking is like, I'm all for a queen being like, I am just skating by the, you know, by the veneers of my teeth. But like, you gotta, you gotta give a, you gotta give something else then to be interesting. And mm -hmm. it's just, I think with Maya, cause like, let's be real. Next week, she's not going to come out of her shell. It's an acting challenge. RuPaul is poking her on the on the plank to fall off the ship at this point. She's like, how do I get rid of Geneva? How do I get rid of Maya? And oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, there's just this feeling of like, oh, God, you know, if only Mirage knew the words. Uh, the whole narrative got thrown off. <laughs> we would have been done with this weeks ago. Sure. I mean, if only uh, Amanda hadn't done a really cool blue egg nest look yeah you know Sorry. if only I, she had oh, thought outside the you know the branch which by the way raja gave it a toot so oh you know, i know i know yeah yeah no okay it's all so, it's all there okay yeah. yes any um you know i i listen your your the the tongue is always falling on the sore tooth here absolutely 
picking on Maya for sure. Mary, it's a contender for Clip of the Week. I was dying. RuPaul versus Maya again on the runway. When RuPaul was like, well, you know, the cape is unfinished. You know, it really took me out of it. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you know, it's stretchy material. Why did you need a zipper? And she's like, oh, well, you know, the zipper, blah, blah, blah. Well, we can't see it. I was like, oh, RuPaul is done. She's done. done. I'm done with these excuses. And I think if anything, you know. Goddamn excuses. That's what I heard. Loa, you know, put on her kid gloves and was like, well, there was some sweat running down your breastplate. And Michelle doesn't think you should have had on. That I liked. (laughs) I liked that. I feel like at that point, he was actually like playing good cop because the, out. Yeah. the rest of them were just like, I, I, I think, I think it's just been like after the past five weeks, it's like, you know what? Enough. We have given you chances. You still give me one word answers. Now I get a longer answer and it's bullshit. I, would you just flip for me so I can send you home? Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, or would you flip for me so that we can justify you being here? Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say this hot, 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 hot take. Um, uh-huh. Listen, she shouldn't have been in the bottom. Oh, you know, Maya, in terms of like her look. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. It wasn't terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I would say I didn't like Plaza's more than I didn't like Maya's. Oh, my God. Mary, Plasma's was really bad. It yeah. was really, really bad. That's old school drag race uh, design challenge bottom material. Like, that's like, you know, it's a piece of fabric, Michelle Visage kind of yes. look. Yeah. I was, I mean, that's a, that to me, and it's the blue fabric. It's like you, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter whose order it is. Like, Talk about a blue fly wall. It was a blue fabric wall. I mean, it was, oh. yeah. I was just like, what are we what She are we didn't use it thoughtfully. Here? I'll tell you that much. No, she she did certainly not, didn't. Did not. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, treated it like a fucking Piper Lime wall. Uh, so I have uh, two others that I think could have been in the bottom. One of them was in the top, and I get why she was in the top. It took me two watches for me to be like, okay, great branding. I I did not understand Dawn's look. I was like, this is bad. And then I kind of got it. I was like, okay, it's interesting. It's not blue. Okay, they're rewarding this. Okay. The other one that I could have seen in the bottom. Now, listen, Mary's listening. Do not come at me with the pitchforks. Hear me out. It depends on the name you say. Hear me out. Hershey LaCour Jeté went home because she looked too real. Driving that Nissan Altima, Uh uh-huh. Tsunami looked like this realness, fabulous woman. Like, she looked so chic. But was it this... I I didn't see, like, a brand. I didn't see, like, a look. I I hear you. I felt like, compared to last week, that matador lesbian look that was just... So good, brilliant, so good, and the energy, like every, she just knocked it out of the park last week. So it's like, and I, tsunami, I'm, she's really grown on me in these past few episodes. I'm really, oh, I'm rooting for her too. I can't wait to talk about her hair, but yes, uh, for sure. Like, there's, I, I really enjoy her. I like her energy. I like, you know, I I just like her. Um, 
But yeah, I think that this look, I thought the bell bottoms were inspired, but then they needed to have like maybe something else to kind of also be interesting because it did just kind of seem like girl, like Skipper, you know, it was giving me Skipper. Yeah, it just seemed like Maya, even though she didn't really sew it herself, at least there was like more going on there. Um, I don't know. What it all comes down to is the branding aspect of it, right? Megami, you can't put in the bottom because it was a really cool idea for a doll. It was like the native New Yorker. It came with the coffee, you know, looked like the Statue of Liberty. I don't know. That was kind of cool. Yes, you put Geneva in the bottom. Yes, you put uh, Plasma for sure in the bottom. And Mm. then it's kind of a toss up who the third one would be. And it's kind of like, all right, Tsunami maybe Maya, and then for me, I'm kind of like Dawn, but that's where I'm at. You know, I, I needed someone to explain to me Dawn's because I was like, you know, this might this is where I need fashion photo review. This is yes. where I'm like, what does Raja think? Because I, sometimes things are like, you know, uh, Law, uh, La Roche, La Roche, isn't that that makeup company or something? Yes. Uh, he loved it. He was like Balenciaga, fashion, blah, blah. And I was like, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm I guess I'm just getting like burn victim at the Met Gala. Oh shit. I yeah, I just saw like the the silver I thought was ugly and then there was a dress on top of it. I'm just like I I guess this is futuristic. I guess what I get what she's trying to say. Just didn't make any sense to me. But maybe that's why it's great because fashion often does that. I just didn't have that strong of a reaction to it, like my strong reaction to plasmas, which was, I don't know, bloody terrible. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, at the uh, maybe not the Titanic, but definitely the Lusitania. You know what I mean? It was like, this is a, you know, not every Third pop. class. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> You have to sneak on the boat, you know, sneak on the lifeboat. Um, oh, man. Yeah, no, I was going to say, throw yeah. her a lifesaver. Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, she's sinking. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's thinking. Yeah, um, she's thinking about a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's worth mentioning. We don't have to talk about the the flamenco mini challenge in grand detail. Uh it's just worth mentioning the way that RuPaul will continue to trot Charo out mm. and that RuPaul is the last of a dying breed that will bring Charo on TV. You know, like interesting. There is like inter- cause RuPaul again, it's like RuPaul is, is so attached and, and unless they have to bring on these pop stars that he doesn't know either. RuPaul loves to bring in these references or folks that he would have had on the RuPaul show in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. you know, or, or, you know, and, and God bless him having love Connie on. It's like, there's, uh, I I feel like we got to, you know, throw the roses to RuPaul. And it's like, well, someone's got to keep putting this woman on TV. Uh, just, you know, just so we can check on her. Just so we can make sure she's still doing okay. Absolutely. You know, the two things I want to say about this challenge are about the contestants. And I have to say that it's it was Tsunami's hair. Tsunami had that, like, Demi Morin ghost, Anita Baker, Whitney Houston circa 2000, like, what is it, like a boy cut, I guess they Mm -hmm. used to call it. That hair will always get me. I think it is so fucking chic. I think it works, I'd say, 95% of the time. Roxy Andrews had it once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just love it so much 
I think it looks so good. And it, particularly with Tsunami. Tsunami can rock that hairstyle so well. It was like, um, what should we call it? Uh, Trinity K. Bonet in the rap challenge of season six. Um, mm-hmm. it, that hair mm-hmm. is so fucking beautiful. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I got that off my chest. The other thing I wanted to mention is Plasma's edit. Mary, they're not being nice to this girl. The editors, they're not even making it like, oh, look how charming she is. They chose to show her getting dropped. You know, like they're making all of these decisions of what we know and think about Plasma. And quite honestly, like, yes, it's I get it's entertainment, whatever, it's reality TV, but like this is a really talented person, and this is the edit she's getting. Yeah, because they are it it's the Leduca edit. It's the like, yeah. oh, you know You're insufferable. You, you know, insufferable it's insufferable musical theater queen. It's it's a it is, it's a little bit of that. They get it. They get this because they you know they got a little bit of flair for the dramatic and it's very easy to put a like kind of like sound effect yep. to make them look stupid. Yep. Oh, it's oh, absolutely. And yeah. to show us again her interaction with RuPaul where RuPaul oh. was giving her nothing. We saw that yeah. again, Mary. Yeah, no, that was and and we'll talk about cuz then they, you know, they come around. They uh, they stop breaking her her porcelain dolls finally this week. Um at least in terms of like <laughs> she makes a joke and RuPaul laughs. Um, RuPaul laughs at the joke. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yes, but the uh, thing. yeah, yeah, the lip thing. But yeah, you know, and then uh, you know, uh, I would say obviously this is somewhat reminiscent of that uh, challenge from season eight. And if we were to just continue the idea, the mini challenge from season eight, I should say. But if we were to continue the idea that Plain Jane is this AI queen, there was a way in which her take felt very inspired by Thorgy Thor's take on the challenge. Oh. There was kind of a what kind of like, whoa, look at me, I'm crazy, look at my lips, yeah. you know? And it wasn't right, really dancing right. so much as like mugging and kind of being mugging. a little grotesque. Mm. And grotesque I, is the word, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just thought like, oh, if just in that lens, oh, that's interesting that it feels vaguely referential to something that was done in a challenge before. Uh we're probably very insufferable with this tin hat theory. Whatever. About plain Jane, but I'm just yeah. like, uh, you know, because at the end of the day, Mary, uh Plain's such a con, but I live. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I, it's just uh, it, you know, it, for me, it makes her interesting because otherwise, I'm not very, in, I'm not super interested in. I think she's fine, so this is like the only way I'm going to be interested in her until she finds someone else to bully, I guess. Or she cries. It just feels like it. Just feels like she's now just this sassy queen in the workroom. You know, with Geneva, you know, and with uh, who else did she kind of read a little bit? You know, they're just kind of like, oh, here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's well, just. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, yeah. When when they're all making their looks and she goes to Geneva and she, yeah, she's like, oh, a gown. That's so ambitious for somebody who doesn't necessarily know how to sew. And I do love in the background Plasma saying, here it is. Here, here she goes. Is. Like, yeah. I, I kind of love right. that sort of group dynamic. Uh, and so I feel like that's that feels like the energy of it now is like it's a running joke that plain Jane is turning over a new leaf. 
a, a interesting storyline, right? Yeah, it is a little joke. She's taxiing around the workroom, just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, dropping off luggage, yeah. creating more baggage. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you better find seem- your carousel. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, speaking of taxiing around the the workroom, I have to say. I don't know if this reads, but I feel like Nymphia Wind is the Kevin McAllister of Drag Race. <laughs> Big Kevin McAllister energy. <laughs> yeah. And just like mischievous and uh-huh. just kind of okay. like, there's just kind of, I don't know, um, super clever, you know? Mm, um, uh-huh. yeah. I just think that that's, that's what I'm seeing is like, there's a Kevin McAllister energy. Yeah, I feel like everybody loves Nymphia, and they don't want to because she's so good. Right, right. And even when she's being annoying and laying on the floor, it's like, right. I don't know. Yeah, she's already won them over. There's, uh, there's not a real reason why she shouldn't have been in the top. You know, her look was one where it was like, oh, I just need Raja to explain this to me a little bit. Because when queens do that thing where they have, like, big floofy things hanging off, I, this has been the same with Project Runway 2, where I'm like, oh... That doesn't excite me, but other people love when people do this. So I guess it must be good. I think we need a jacket here. Yeah. Yeah. It should be longer than your shirt. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. There's like, uh, what was that scene? That scene from Devil Wears Prada. They're like, oh, it's a little saloon-like, you know? And it's just like, this is hideous. The outfit that Miranda holds up like at the end with the jacket and mm-hmm. that ugly belt and that like saloon dress mm-hmm. uh, i mean subjectively from my eye i'm like that is ridiculous that was some early 2000s fashion i know there were little cowboy boots that were going to go with that look sure like, you know there, there yeah it's it's just i can see like that girl in that look is going out on a friday night with a bunch of her friends to some little restaurant called provisions that's what i saw Got it. You're like uh, Stefan from SNL right now. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> where they're all going to split a Bavarian pretzel and have three bites each. Um, mm, mm. But yeah, she's definitely going to have a lot of Tito's and sodas, though. It sounds, sounds delicious. Sounds like a yeah. great night, Mary. Sounds it's going to be really night. great. She's going to text some guy she met on OkCupid. Oh, well. Because yeah. uh, it's the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. Are, do people still? Oh, oh, right. Because, yes. This is the early OkCupid 2000s. was used in the early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Was could keep it in the 2000s? No, no, no. Early 2000s was like. Oh, early 2000s really was a long that. time ago. Oh, that was a long yeah. time ago. That was more like Match.com. Maybe Match.com and like still Matchmakers. Like there was I I mean, even there, speed like, dating. Like, Yahoo I don't know personals. if there was online dating. It was so taboo in the early two thousands. It was, but it definitely existed. I know, I remember it existing, but uh you know, there was always gay.com. Thank God for that though. You know? Well, for straight people though, I don't think yeah. that they really did that. They didn't until, have straight.com. Until the late late aughts. Yeah. How did straight people have sex? How did they meet? Mary, each they other? just met. Well, no, they met know, like I'm at the kidding. bar. They met, I'm you know, kidding. they meet so, everywhere. There's, that's what I mean. There's so fucking many of them. It's like you'll be fine. I know they're not. I know dating's a nightmare, but you know what? Oh, you bear your cross, I'll bear mine. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Alanis, um, and I'm here to remind you. Um, yeah. 
I I think we can talk about this runway, Mary. Are there details that you saw that you wanted to kind of call out before we move on to some other thoughts? Um, no, I think that we've kind of talked about everything. I think, yeah, we're actually, I am caught up. Oh my gosh, I've covered all my notes. Oh, you know what? I do want to note as we're talking about the looks, I know that we've already kind of dug in on Maya, but I I do love the editing of when she's doing her voiceover and the way they cut to Michelle's slightly confused face when Maya says she is fun, shy, outgoing. And Michelle's like, hmm, something's weird in this sandwich. One of these ingredients does not go with the others. God. Yeah. The the faces, oh God. They they just Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of skewering her for sure. Well yeah. And then to to say nothing Uh, of what Geneva Geneva as well. Geneva as well. Yeah. Oh my God. They were like the editors were just having a field day. They're just like grabbing clips from past seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like they were Lee they, Dawson. <laughs> yeah, they they cut in Michelle going, "I look forward to a dot free, dust <laughs> a dot free dusty," and it's like <laughs> she doesn't even go here, you know? Yeah, yeah but they exactly. just Michelle. Uh, yeah, the the editing was strong. Of like, we need to impound this car. Put the boot on it. We need to impound. My name is Nicole. My yeah. name is Nicole. Is that what we were thinking about before with <laughs> Do You Like to Play with Dolls? My name is Nicole. Oh, I wonder. Um, do you play with dolls? Do you play, do with, you play dolls? with dolls? No. My name is Nicole. It's different, but I that's a good guess. But it's um it's it's a it's a it's a are you are, going to your... Are you my are mother? You is it are right. Is it are you my mother? Is that what it is? Is that what I'm hearing? Are you my mother? I'm your mother and your sister. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we haven't talked about a few queens, and I thought we were just kind of talking about them. We talked about Tsunami a little bit. Um, I mean, it was a fine look. Uh, Safira, I, I got to say, she looked fine. I can't tell you how mad I am. And how stupid the immunity stuff is. The fact that she used it. I mean, I, if I were her, I wonder, like, at what point does she have to lock in that decision? Because if I, if I was lining up with all those other girls, I would have been like, listen, Q's going to win this week. I know that. I'm not worried about it. I'm, I'm doing fine in this competition. But, like, I am definitely. Plasma. I am yeah. not. Yeah, look at Plasma. And I know that they're not I know they want Geneva out. I and if they make me go against Geneva, I'll kick her ass. Like it's why don't I hold on to this? I it was a, it was a, a surprising moment for someone like Safira who has been so confident and so like clear and then it was interesting for her this week to be like, "Uh yeah, I'm going to use it." It was like, "Wait, you didn't even need the opera coat." Yeah, Mary, I have two theories. The first theory is the producers absolutely should have stopped her. Like this production should have stepped in and be like, no, no, don't use it. Don't use it. You're fine. Or Safira is producing her own arc here. And she is trying to be the not confident person, right? She's like, Oh no, I have to show vulnerability. I can't just be confident. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show my vulnerability by second guessing myself here, not having immunity, you know, setting up the idea that I might be in the bottom later. Like, I don't know. I, I, I could see that happening as well, that she's, she's 
she can't be too confident. So that's a story that she wants to tell. It would be a really interesting choice. And maybe this is just because, you know, we're watching the traders this season. Is that like, oh, some people could play those kind of long games. And Safira, I mean, to me, I'm like, Safira, you don't need immunity in this competition. Yeah. Next yeah, week's a rusical. Neither not does that not, yeah, the people who have it don't need it. But there is also right. the thought of, like, when does it expire? So you definitely, like, want to use it before you lose it. But this, I didn't feel, like, warranted it. I, I thought that she looked she looked fine. So I'd love to hear, you know, what her – maybe she'll talk about it at the reunion, you know? like. Well, she sort of talked about it in Untucked. She was just like, I got into my head. I let myself get to me. Um, and, you know. Fuck my drag, but uh, no. I need uh, I need more. I because it's like really I don't know, but part of me that part of me is like that doesn't just add gonna up. become a storyline later. Like that's what's yeah. going to make it interesting because right now it's just not interesting at all that she used it. So it better become interesting later when she needs it and she can't use it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I thought she looked fine. You know, I thought she looked cute. Uh, and then. Well, you know what? I, we talked about we Plane. Talk? We talked, we about, talked plane. about Plasma. We talked we about did. Nymphia. We Morphine did. we didn't talk about. Um, the best part of this was when RuPaul said, um, uh, what comes in her box? I mean, oh, that was yeah. phenomenal. Um, this was giving me, I, I'm all of a sudden sort of seeing a Roxy Andrews sort of aesthetic. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. She's morphine yeah. is very, very, very magnetic. I really like her. I feel like she's my pick for narrator for the season. I think she's really good at it. Sure. I think she, she's a great energy to kind of go back to. There's a commentator kind of energy, but like she's been doing a lot of narrating. Mm. I think that she's been pretty consistent and it kind of just feels like someone who, yeah, is just maybe going to pop later in the season. And that's why they've been sort of a supporting character all the season. But like, very magnetic, and I thought she looked great this week. And yeah, yeah, I I really like Morphine, and she's not someone I thought coming in. I was I didn't think I'd be so excited by her. Yeah, she could have been in the top two, you know, not top mm-hmm. two, but the top also um, over uh, Jane for sure. Yeah, yeah, over Jane, absolutely. Um, we haven't talked about Q, uh, and I mean Q's look. Listen, I thought Q's look was phenomenal it was great and sometimes with those looks they get a little busy and i felt like there was so much going on that it it lost the impact the best part about that look was the headpiece because everything that was going on from the neck down with all of it was so great and so then it just became this just this one thing does that make sense yeah, it's a lot to look at. It was a lot to look at, and I mean, it's a. It was a. It was great in the the idea that she made that instead of like bringing right. that is incredible. Unreal. Yeah, um, unreal. And one of our Marys mentioned it had a very cheddar gorgeous kind of look and kind of vibe. <gasps> oh my god, was... cheddar! You look gorgeous. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Wendy. No. Um. So my yeah, god. <laughs> my god. Uh. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think she certainly deserved the win. I felt like on second watch, it was like, yeah, compared to everybody else. Like, if Dawn won this week, I I would have gone on change.org, yeah, no. and I probably would have started a new petition, and I would have really hoped to get 
a lot of signatures because yeah. I would have been very upset. I would have written into Pink News. <laughs> Calling for a Twilight. Yeah. 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 I, I, uh, that would have been tough. And absolutely. I would want, and I want Dawn eclipsed. I want Dawn eclipsed. Listen, I think Dawn is really charming. I think she's a great character on this television show. I think, I hope she continues to go far. But, uh, you know, in, in terms of the fashion, I don't think I am as sophisticated. Mm, yeah, I you know, I like her. I think that she's she feels like someone who's going to go far. But I also feel like it's interesting when the season started. I feel like people were like, that's it. Plasma's or not plasma. Dawn's the front runner. Dawn's going to win. Dawn's going to eat this. And so it kind of comes in with an expectation. And she's certainly been good. But I think other people who were not getting that kind of early praise have been actually doing the eating and maybe some crumbs have fallen to dawn and it's just a matter of time before she kind of pushes them and mushes them all together and makes a little cookie and goes you know this week is mine yeah like what challenge is dawn gonna win is she gonna win an acting challenge is that what she's gonna win i mean that's a good question that's a really i feel like i could see dawn winning like a commercial like a, a traditional like commercial oh. challenge because she'd mm. put that kind of ironic bent on things that yes. RuPaul really likes. I think that's where Dawn will shine. But I feel like when she has to play like in the Rusical next week, it's going to be really interesting because it's like, Oh, can you not be Dawn? You know, Dawn Wiener, Law yeah. Roach and Dawn. Do- Law Roach and Dawn Wiener. Are you going to be a Dawn Wiener or a Dawn Loser? You know? Lawn Roach. Yeah, Lawn um, Roach. Yeah. You know what's interesting about Q? Q's storyline up to this point was like, oh, she's second best. Oh, she cried because she didn't win a challenge. Yada, yada, yada. She grew up poor. I feel, I, well, that was this episode. This episode, I, I feel like her win was so eclipsed by all of this other stuff uh plain jane and maya and geneva i'm kind of like wait a second we we just had this whole arc of q you know getting upset and the queen's laughing at her because she got upset and then she wins like where is maybe maybe they'll continue it next week but like she won she finally won yeah no i mean you're right it it did not feel like, I think this episode, you were saying this earlier, and I, I uh, kind of feel the same way, that, like, everything happened that I expected to happen this episode, and it was all kind of, there were no goops in terms of the setup. We saw Geneva struggling, we saw Maya struggling, we saw Q doing really well, we, you know, like, we saw Nymphia doing her usual act, like, we, we kind of, like, everything kind of panned out the way you would expect it to versus last week where it was like, Oh man, look at these, you know, uh, bad news bears and the girl group challenge. And then they end up winning, you know? Mm. Um, and so I kind of feel like it, it was the sort of inevitable, like, yeah, of course he's going to win. And so it didn't really have a huge impact. Um, I, or, you know, yeah, it just, it, it has not been the most interesting storyline for that to be like the climax of the episode. Yeah. Well, we can't see it. We can't see it. Yeah, exactly. My panties right here. Yeah, my zipper's my right, right here. here. Yeah. Yeah. My panties um, right here. Oh, okay. We were. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do want to just mention oh, who was it who uh, who mentioned something about uh, buttered toast? And then that, like, RuPaul's only response was like, mmm, toast with butter. That sounds so good. Was that so Maya? Th- 
um, no, I think that you're thinking of UK versus the world, no? No, I haven't. It was from this episode where it was oh. during one of the runways where Rue was just like not interested. I was just like, hmm, <laughs> toast with butter. That, that sounds mm, really good right now. Toast with butter. Uh, yeah, maybe that's um, Maya. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's Geneva. Maya. Or I, I, in Megami. My, I don't know. I think in my notes, it comes after another note about Geneva, how Geneva reminds me for some reason, you know what, like a bakery, there's like so many, so many cakes. And some cakes, you're like, no one's, no one's gonna no one's buying that no one bought that cake like or like you know when a, a bakery has like a bunch of like elmo cupcakes do you ever seen bakeries that have like elmo cupcakes no but listen i have a question well she's given me elmo cupcake someone out there oh, knows I what see. i'm talking about meaning uh, like nobody's gonna eat it it's like ugh, who ca- who comes in here and goes mm, that looks good i'd like to get two elmo cupcakes please I think cupcakes are different, Mary, because I think cupcakes kids would order. It's like something parents would be like, oh, sure, get that cupcake. It's like a single thing. They the just cakes, smear it on their faces. Yeah. The cakes that are in those, dis- I mean, are they display? But the the cakes that they put out, like, I don't know, at a, what's that, Paris baguette? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, like, how long are those sitting there? I don't know. That's my question. But I don't nobody's know. Nobody's because- buying that. Right. right. Is it, it like, is it kind of like the opposite of that show? Is it cake where it's not cake where you cut into it? It's just styrofoam, you know? But I've, I've definitely seen people like, I want that cake. And then they yep. take the cake out and they put it in a box. And yeah. I'm like, wait a second. You don't keep making that cake because I they... see that cake often. You know what I mean? Like, I, I come into this place all the time and it's still the same cake. Nobody's buying it. Like, you know what, what I the, think? What's going on here? I think, and they can, Paris Baguette, you know, the, you know, the Paris Baguette that I go to in Astoria, I think, I think everything's frozen. Everything's frozen. They're not baking all that shit fresh. Don't tell me. Well, of course not. So I think all of it is frozen and then they do. But what we're looking at is not frozen. No, no. But like once that sells or whatever, then they just put out, but no one is like in the back putting rosettes on like angela sure, from project right. Runway. No, of course yeah. not of course not no, yeah. no, no no of course not well you know what i like the most mm. cake farts yeah i love those yeah do you is know that, do, I, do you know that I, reference i am familiar with the concept it, it is it is surprisingly enough it is all in the name um <laughs> no but do you know that video that went around the early aughts Yes, I remember it was like sitting on the cake because it became kind of a thing. I think some people saw that at a formative (laughs) age and it became then a kink that has worked its way up into. I do. I think cake farts is I think it was generated. It's a root for some people that now they're like, I don't know. I just if it doesn't involve a noisy cake, I can't come. I just need to. Uh, I just need the combo. <laughs> I do. I really think. And then everybody was stuck alone by themselves during COVID, and then they all just like. Now your average Betty and Joe beer can are just googling cake farts. What comes in her box? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Q wins. I, it's finally a win for Q. And again, it was sort of just like overshadowed by all these other storylines. Um, I thought the lip sync was uh, great. Uh, I loved all the reactions. Uh, Maya turned it out. I was like, great. You're, you, you did what you needed to come on here and do. It's like 
Derek, you did Britney. Great. That's what we hired you for. Uh, yeah. You know, I do want to just mention, I know we're, we're at the lip sync, but I do want to just mention, uh, this, this is a minor thing, but if I don't mention it, like, what am I doing here? In the preview for the episode last week for this week, and in the coming up, you know, before the critiques, they show this tiny little clip, but I just love it, of, like, Megami doing this, like, head swivel. It's like, I can't describe it. I'm doing it, but I can't describe it. But you can see it, because it's practically a criminum. They show it, like, three times. It never happens in the episode, because she's oh. safe, and they send her to the back. So there's a little fun detail for you. Um, and then just because we mentioned it earlier, I want to just put a button on this week when RuPaul is commenting on Plasma's makeup, uh, Plasma, you know, and about how she does need to draw that upper lip, uh, Plasma then says, well, how can you look at my nose when you're looking at my lips? And RuPaul lips. finally gives her the laugh and goes, exactly. And I was just so happy that, I was just so happy that Plasma got a laugh. Um, yeah, she was yeah. no longer negged. Yeah. No. Right. Uh, one other thing. I just feel like when RuPaul would ask how much the doll would go for, or, you know, it, oh. if it would appreciate in value. Yes. No one made a doll hairs joke. Oh. Nobody oh. said, you know, I could probably get a couple of doll hairs for that. RuPaul loves doll hairs. Mm. Yeah, they were all kind of very literal with it. Although, I think Q, Q made the fastest joke she could think of. Like, oh, oh, God bless her. A million her. Rubux. Yeah. No, I, I no shade, but it was just like, you know, what I would have done if I was on the show. But anyway, fast but, forward. But wait, Go listen, on. listen, listen. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, you rewind, pause. Yeah. Rewind. Um, time out. So when she talked about uh, appreciating value to Dawn's look, I will tell you, I definitely got what she was saying. Like when RuPaul said that, I was like, oh my God, you're right. That doll in particular would be the one that yeah. that that gets very high up because it's mm -hmm. so unique or it's so strange, it's so out there, it's weird, there's no hair. Like that would be the one that would become kind of uh rare. Yeah, like, what's, like, the weirdest Barbie? Is it, like, you know, doula Barbie? You know what I mean? Like, what's the one where you're like, oh, yeah. There's right. one of these. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? Pregnant Barbie. The one with the baby in the stomach where you open it like a door and you take the baby out. That's <gasps> the one. Pregnant Barbie. Uh, oh, my God. Most yep. expensive Barbie. I feel like it's Fairest one of those Barbie. the 50s. I feel like it's going to be one of the ones. The most expensive Barbie ever sold is Stefano Canturi Barbie. Created by Australian jewelry designer Stefano Canturi, this one-of-a-kind Barbie sold in an auction house of Christie's in 2010 for three hundred and two thousand dollars, or three hundred two five. Well, I'm gonna Google rarest Barbie doll because I feel what's the Ooh, rarest rare, very um, tender, very tender. Ooh, there's a uh, City Smart Slick Stone Barbie doll. Um, Winter Glamour White Barbie doll, original release, of course. I don't know. I think that uh, that's what I think. I think Pregnant Barbie is the one that would be my, like, uh, Ark of the Covenant. Got it. Got it. Well, I I would have said Water Sports can, and I have one. So. Well, now you have one, yeah. Well, I would like Cake Fart Skipper. Barbie's not into <gasps> it, but 
or Midge. I think Kate Midge and Skipper, Midge. I think, did it together. Yeah. Midge. Midge. There was a there was a video I could only watch on my real player on my old desktop computer. It was oh, Midge and player. Skipper sure. farting yeah. on a big old Duncan Hines <laughs> funfetti cake. Oh my, oh my god. god, those sprinkles went flying. Uh, um oh my god, I'm dead. Yeah. All right, Mary, who's the uh who's the BSA? Oh no, we should oh, talk about this lip sync or no? Yeah. Or, well, you know, yeah. I'll just want to mention, you know, Janet Jackson, you know, I mm. Mary's no, I can have a, a difficult relationship with Janet. Um, I thought this song was great. I'll say this. I'll say this. I thought Maya did a great job with the stunts. Honestly, I thought Geneva had a tighter lip sync. Mm, you're wrong, Mary. It, well, it was no, so much more entertaining to watch. Uh, you know, I guess I just like it. I thought, you know, we just had a whole conversation a few weeks ago about morphine and I guess Geneva uh, about a lip sync versus a performance. And I felt like I, I didn't feel like I was watching Maya lip sync. I was just watching her perform. Yes, and I think uh, I think that song begged for a lot of energy, and I don't think I saw Geneva's energy uh, for that particular song. Because that song, it's like I don't. Yes, know all the words, please, and do the flips, like do do all of the jumps, do the splits. Like, yes, distract me. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, I was happy that they didn't send Maya home. I was like, oh, good. Okay. Because she won that lip sync. I mean, she certainly did more than I could. I just, I don't think that Geneva got like run over. I thought that she kept her own, certainly. I, you know. She stayed in the car. She absolutely stayed in the car. She stayed in her lane, you know. she. I think she passed Maya a few times, but then it was time for her to pull off, you know, and park. Uh, Mary, who's your BSA? Obviously, like, Law Roach deserves, mm. like, the crown. But I do want to throw some La Roach. Yeah, La Roach. Uh, but I do want to throw some flowers at Morphine because I think the narrator energy, being the narrator of the season is very important. I think she's doing a great job. Not Charo? I mean, you know, she gave me bumps on my goose. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and then you can do a whole compilation of Charo on Drag Race making the queens do a group coochie coochie, and I, I hate it. I hate oh, no one's I good know. at it. Everyone's terrible yeah. at it. It's kind of like on season what was it thirteen where they dropped onto the couch. Oh god, that made I'm still mad about that. <laughs> I'm so angry. Oh, I'm so I think I think that is when I started grinding my teeth and that's why the do, the dentist wants me to get a night guard is because of yeah, that. You have a night guard. Yeah. Well, well, not yet. Maybe he, maybe um, he'll be cute, you know. Yeah, maybe. Someday my prince will come all over my teeth. All over your tits. Yeah. All over my tits. Yeah. <laughs> um, all over my tits. Anyway, uh Mary and Mary is listening. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you have any thoughts on this Welcome to the Dollhouse themed episode of Drag Race, you can reach out to us on Instagram at All Right Mary Pod. You can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com where there's uh, a space for you to email us. You can buy some of our merch. Uh, you can find out more about our Patreon, whatever you want. Uh, just visit us there. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And if you want to hear me talking about best supporting actresses like Laura Roach, 
Uh, you can hear me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us on Patreon, including, most importantly, Nuance, the R.A. Mary After Show, where if you are looking for coverage of UK vs. The World Season 2 and further discussions of the traders, and maybe even prying open that Mary mailbag, all of that is happening at patreon.com slash allrightmary. Yeah, Mary, now's the time to sign up for Patreon just to hear us talk about the traders, um, and certainly uh, UK versus the world uh, season two. Um, both very good seasons. I will say, I we, we signed on to the traders, I think, at the right time, Mary, because this past week, the episode was mind-blowingly entertaining. You know, uh, yeah, I, you know, I didn't watch it right away. And then when I did watch it, I think maybe I watched it like Saturday morning. I was like, ooh, I'm gripped. Yeah. Well, that whole, oh, we'll talk, we'll break down MJ. Uh, on, oh my on God. Patreon. Talk about being gripped. You want to talk about being gripped? Look at MJ's yeah. jeans. Yeah. Grip, <laughs> grip those Jenkos for the sure. The grip. Oh my, God. oh my God. Oh my God. Mary's. We have to talk about Mar- MJ backing out of the room, clutching her jeans. <laughs> Good Everything. God, girl. Get a grip. Good God, girl. Get a grip. It was a beautiful moment. I felt so seen. I felt so represented on television. <laughs> All right, Marys, listen, our last chance lip sync this week, I I wavered back and forth. I think I'm going to end nuance with uh, the more obvious choice. This last chance lip sync is by Melanie Martinez, and it is called Dollhouse. Uh, lots of kind of darkness, but spelling of Dollhouse, and uh, I think would make a fine drag lip sync it could get really weird it could get very dramatic it could get very ballady park and barky um i'm a fan of it so uh enjoy this last chance lip sync and we hope you have a great week we'll see you next time i hope you keep on serving totsies hey girl open the walls play with your dolls we'll be a perfect family when you walk away is when we really play You don't hear me when I say, Mom, please wake up. Dad's with a slut. And your son is smoking cannabis. No one ever listens. This wallpaper glistens. Don't let them see what goes down in the kitchen. Places, places, get in your places. Throw on your dress.